Hey, just want to take a quick break from this episode so I could tell you guys about how I just launched my new Patreon page. If you don't know about Patreon, it's a great way for people to support creators with a monthly subscription. Becoming a Patreon supporter can even come with a few perks, like early access to new episodes and getting special shoutouts on the podcast. I've recently started working part-time at my job so I can focus more time and energy on the podcast and YouTube channel. So any support would be massively appreciated, and it helps me towards my hope of making this my full-time job someday. So if you want to help support me in that, please head over to patreon.com slash hooptheory. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hooptheory. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. Hello and welcome to the David Thompson episode of the Hoop Theory Podcast, aka episode 73, which is in honor of his career-high 73 points at Detroit in 1978. My name is Logan Wortman, recording this one on the afternoon of Tuesday, February 6th, and as usual, I am joined by my zealous co-host, Jacob Roth. Jacob, how does it feel to be on the David Thompson episode? Feels pretty good. Um, Famously, Michael Jordan said in his Hall of Fame speech, right? I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said famously and then didn't remember where. Uh, but I, I believe it was his Hall of Fame speech. There is no Michael Jordan without the NC State legend, David Thompson. Mm-hmm. Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, and that is 73. That's and this a, is also the, the episode that you, I don't, it was back in November, I think. I saw in our text history that you uh, wanted Jimmer Fredette to be for this episode. You said because he scored 73. I looked up his career high in China is 75. I don't know if that was the same game and he just so happened to score an extra bucket or something or if there were two separate games if he has a 73 and a 75 because that would be legendary but so we're we're gonna do jimmer on episode 75 for those of you who have seen that clip that we put out of jacob i guess petitioning trying to rally our hoop theory fans together to uh, you know get jimmer on an episode name or you know the muse of an episode jimmer has scored 70 or more points four times wow he has, or he has a 70, a 75, the 73, and then my, there's, there's just three of them. But there's okay. still three times that he, he has scored 70. 70. That's wild. Even in China, that is still wild. I'm pretty sure nobody's done that in the NBA other than Wilt Chamberlain. I think he's the only one to score three, have three 70-plus games, I believe. I think he has a 72, I want to say, and a 78. I, have you been, yeah, have you been seeing this uh, conspiracy that Wilt did never scored 100? I feel oh, like that, that's been a thing for a long steam. time. No, I know it's, but I feel like I'm see it's being fed into my like feeds oh. more than it ever has been. Yeah, or like the internet has picked it up, and everybody's like, it is kind of crazy that there is no v- 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 evidence other than the picture. Or is I is there not the radio broadcast? I'm pretty sure the radio broadcast exists, but again, people don't trust that because I, I, oh, that I might would be trust wrong. radio. From back, yeah, there, that'd be. There's at least clips, I believe, of the radio. Like, there's like sound bites. I don't know. I've always just believed it. Yeah, there's you no I mean? video of it because they didn't even have any cameras in the arena at the time. Like, not not every game they recorded back then. Yeah, so that is the thing that is interesting because people always like there's like a video of uh, him and like Bill Russell about to fight. Yeah, and they're like, why is there a video of that but not of him scoring a hundred points? I'm like, well. If those two were playing, it probably were. It could have been. 
Yeah. It, it, it could have been like a, a national champion game. Like it could have yeah. been for almost a World Series. I don't know why I thought. I do know why I thought World Series because I've been thinking baseball in preparation for today's episode, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Because the game he scored 100 in was in March. It was March 2nd of 1962, I believe. Um, And so that was just like a random, like in the slog of the NBA season, like, you know, the very end of the season. uh, Probably not a very important game because I'm pretty sure the Knicks were pretty terrible too that season. Because that's who he did it to? Yeah. He's playing the Knicks, who the center that was guarding him that game was like (laughs) 6'4", something like that. But uh, it's like a high school center. It's like how big high school centers are. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Because I think our high school basketball team, there was... In our, cla- was our like, specific class, we didn't have anybody taller than like 6'2", honestly. But there was like everyone, except for shout out to the point guard, Josh. Yeah, everybody was around six foot for the most part. And then Josh. Yeah. Legend. Short King. Anyway, that was a short king. Keep your head, keep your head up, short king. Yeah. He's got crown on your head. He's uh, Isaiah Thomas, the Celtics Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, uh, so we will have Jimmer's episode. He will get his his just due in a couple episodes from now, 75, because I don't believe there's anything NBA-wise that, you know, 75 isn't that important of a number, to be honest. So that'll be good there. And then moving on to, I guess, what we want to talk about today, we just were talking about the Knicks, which is a... A great segue to a topic we wanted to touch on, which is LeBron's just passive aggressiveness continuing into his later years, um, where he's continuing to, you know, in an unhappy situations in terms of basketball fit or team performance, he's starting to, you know, float out there some rumors, some just direct tweets himself that are very cryptic, but also not at the same time, because you can, <laughs> you can tell very easily what he's saying, um, for those who don't know, he tweeted out an hourglass emoji recently and specifically chose because apparently there's multiple hourglass emojis. I didn't know this before, but apparently there there's more than just one. And he chose to use the time is up hourglass emoji. Um, but I saw somebody point out, though, if you're viewing it through like a Mac or like, a you know, on desktop on a computer with Mac, okay. then it's just the half uh, halfway filled, you know, mm-hmm. hourglass. There we go. Uh, so uh, I think a reporter, somebody just needs to ask him like, wh- where, what kind of device did you tweet this <laughs> off of, you know, to see what, <laughs> but I'm sure it was off of his phone. Most likely. Um, I think and you can also, actually even see that when you look on Twitter, can't you see what oh, it would say? Probably. Let me, let me give a, a quick little gander here. Yeah. Uh, like LeBron, we all know is kind of like the king of like nothing is not intentional. Yeah. Oh, it's time is up. Looking at it on my computer. But you're on a uh, PC. Maybe if I, because I'm using a Mac right now, I can test the thing that I heard. He tweeted at 1:30 a.m., which I also think got people like, yeah. what? 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 What's going on, LeBron? Yeah, I believe he was in a in a different city at the time too. When they were on, it was after a road game or something. Yeah, on mine, it is actually full, or it's about half, but more full than empty, or more empty than full, I guess I should say, but it's still, there's still some up in the top on Mac. I think that that is relevant and kind of a joke. That's, that's fine, whatever. The that, Mac that thing? That part of this whole, the hourglass, how full or how empty it is, 
I think the point he was probably trying to get across is like, <laughs> yeah, no, ah. I, I get you. Um, you know, I just thought it was uh, funny. I think that, yeah, it is funny that people went down that level of rabbit hole with LeBron when he left a way more of a kind of a message, a subliminal message, when he was doing a post game interview and was wearing a Knicks towel, but almost like we're like in country music videos, the like the labels for beer is always facing out so you can read it, like placement. You can very clearly yeah. see this shoulders draped across his shoulders, or as a New York Knicks towel. And people were losing their marbles over it. And then Omaha legend Brian Windhorst had to be like, it's not what you think, everyone. It means something, but it's not what you think. And I think at this point, like, Brian Windhorst has just a red phone in his office that he picks up, and it's LeBron on the other end of the line every time. He's like, what do you want me to tweet, LeBron? I'll, I'll, I'll tell people. What do you want? What do you need? What do you need them to know? And then mm-hmm. it goes from there. Uh, I, feel, I feel like that's pretty pretty real i think that's exactly what happens anyway there's just this all the speculation we're coming up on the trade deadline lebron apparently was like using the knicks as like leverage for the lakers to get their like hey let's commit let's go all in i'm getting older let's commit at this trade deadline but then it sounds like the lakers are standing firm like no we're gonna do this mm-hmm. and i just don't know i just don't know yeah. It's a whole lot of confusing. I feel like it's probably not that he's trying to force his way to the Knicks, although that would be an interesting thing we could take a look at if that would yes. work and, and if that would be a how good of a move I guess that would be for everyone involved. But I think more so what he's doing is what he's done in the past, which is he's trying to, he's like bluffing, I guess, or trying to make the team call his bluff, you know of that he's threatening to act like he's wanting to make a move to go somewhere else and using that as leverage for the team to then mix things up and try to improve here at the deadline. He's in that many times before. A lot of people call LeBron, you know, the GM of all the teams he's been on, which I think more accurately is is actually more like this, where he just, he won't say anything publicly or really like specifically say what needs to change and blah, blah, blah. But he'll just like do little, he'll drop morsels here and there that are very obvious big morsels to pick up on of what he is thinking or how he's feeling about things, you know. So it's just funny to see him at almost 40 years old still still pulling that card, still doing that. I'm sure all the young guys on the Lakers are just always on their toes, like don't know whether or not they're in his circle of trust or if they're on the chopping block, you know, um, that type of thing. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens. The Lakers, though, have been struggling a lot ever since they won that uh, in-season tournament that you did not, you know, you were not a fan of them raising up a banner for, obviously. Okay, I was not, but I think we talked about it in the episode. I just think that, like, it having the same amount of space as a Kobe championship, I just think that they should, all of the in-season tournament banners should just be jammed into one banner. Mm-hmm. And you I just agree. add years when you get it done. I just think that that would be more... Efficient. And also... That, that would just feel more correct. Yeah, more represent, also, representing how much it's worth, you know, basically. Yes. Also, uh, thinking here, we're looking at the LeBron thing. And this is hoop theory. So theoretically, let's say LeBron is saying, walks into the office... And says, you know what, Mr. Polinka and Mrs. Bus, I'm going to play for the Knicks. 
and there's not a diddly darn thing you can do about it. Make a package that works. Mm -hmm. The Knicks have a couple interesting things that they can offer up. Name, the big name, or big name, whatever you want to say. Julius Randle is probably like what would be your quote-unquote piece of value you would send over. Uh, he's making $28.2 million over three years. And so that doesn't work straight up with LeBron. Obviously, would not be straight up for LeBron. But with picks, you'd have to add more. But they have a giant just French block of money that plays almost no minutes. Yeah. Uh, Evan Fournier is also sitting there making a smooth uh, per year. I'm not going to do the math. 18, 18 mil, just shy of 19 over two years. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, that's their yearly, but just how it's many? It's like 18.6, I think. I just saw it not too yeah. long ago. And if you add the two together, they do get to LeBron's money. Yeah. So my question is, and the Knicks have quite a bit of capital. They've got a top four protected from Milwaukee next year, a top 10 protected from Dallas this year, which seems like those will probably, probably be hit. Knicks picks. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Knicks hypothetically will have two first rounds this year. So you could do like, the Knicks own first, the Dallas first, and then that Milwaukee first, which is top four protected. Protected odds are Milwaukee will not have that pick. That'll yeah. be a Knicks pick. Mm-hmm. Is three first Julius Randle and Evan Fournier enough for LeBron? LeBron at thirty nine years old in year twenty one, probably. I would think I'd be willing to bet the Lakers would try to get more, but at the end of the day, if LeBron's not wanting to stay with you. You know, it it'd be kind of hard to turn down, you know, getting those picks and at least something back. It's still, it's really not that great though for the Lakers side of things. Like if the, if they came away with that, that would be like a D plus. Like it's still passing. You know, it's a passing grade, but it's like a D <laughs> um, letter grade. You know, so that wouldn't be great for the Lakers, but it it would be better than you know just him walking in free agency or something like that. But I don't think he's that's that's going to be something that they need to worry about because I think he's locked up on his contract for a while, I want to say. And another thing that I didn't realize until just now, the trade exceptions aren't enough. The Knicks also have two trade exceptions to work with, mm. but they're not going to be enough to equal yeah. 28 or so it does not matter. But um, just because I'm sure the Lakers don't want to just pay Evan 48 also to most likely be a French block of money on the bench. Well, yeah, um, but if the if the Lakers are trading LeBron, I'm sure they're going full rebuild, in which case they wouldn't mind having. They probably would end up either in a buyout or I don't know. If, for some reason, somebody also wants to use Fournier's money in a deal to get another star moved to another place, and then they get a pick for their involvement in that trade. You know, something like that. But and the Knicks have quite a bit of first to work with, like quite a bit actually, because they've got. The Knicks, if they don't trade anything, I think they have four first-round picks this year. Oh, really? Oh, no, they don't. Detroit's and Washington's are both protected, one through 18 and then one through 12. So those will not be Knicks picks. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to point out, it's a, it's a major detail that I missed, actually. LeBron's actually doing, he's still doing the one-and-one thing. I, I thought he was done doing that with his contracts as when he got older. Like, he wanted more uh, safety, I guess, you know, insurance. to, mm-hmm. But... He's still doing one for ones, which is when a player signs a two year deal, but the second year is a player option. So they can technically they can opt out of that year every offseason and then sign a new one that's worth more. Because if you're signing it the next season, you can get even more than if you were to sign this summer before, you know, so they do it that way. But so he would be he has his player option for next season. Less security for like a longevity type of thing, but you have a lot more like 
he hypothetically is a free agent every year depending yeah. on what his heart desires. Exactly. Um, which is a nice thing to have, especially in this situation. And that's why when people were confused when LeBron's like, I'd like to play with Bronny, his son, if he could, the way he was doing contracts allows him to actually do that and not just be like hypothetically want to have that happen. Yeah. Um, but let's say let's say that they get it figured out. Lakers take all that. They're worse. They're going tank mode. Julius Randle's gone, and you replace it with LeBron James. The Knicks are like insanely the favorite by miles now, right? Uh, I don't know if I would say favorite, but they would be in the inner circle for sure. Are, of title I just defenders. think the fit is so good. Yeah, it would be, it's like it would be a lot better than what both of the situations have right now. I mean, the Knicks are really good right now anyways, but I think that's the piece that definitely would put them over the top is having a superstar like LeBron. As good as Jalen Brunson is, we don't know if he can be like the 1A on a championship team yet, you know? Um, but certainly as like the sidekick to LeBron could be a very, very dangerous piece there. And the Knicks just have, have uh, such a good defense built around what they have there. Adding LeBron into that could help a lot with you know LeBron's situation being able to just fit as a little piece into what's already a very strong cohesive defense but the Knicks yeah, also are lacking be... size though right now with Mitchell Robinson out for the year which hurts Isaiah Hartenstein has a filled lot. in pretty well but you know he's still probably a backup big in the NBA sorry yeah, I keep I... cutting you off no you're good and there's like a couple guys that they tried to go get and they moved things around when they went and got OG but Precious Achua at 6'8 isn't big enough yeah to really get anything he's like done. a small ball five um, for sure yeah and so they just that is probably the one thing that like this you feel like this team is like really missing is that size mm-hmm. and lebron is not giant but he plays bigger than he is yeah he is if, giant if, if only he could bring anthony davis with him <laughs> to, to the well next. then at that point but, i think you're just making like a fantasy team yeah what's the yeah a fantasy team Honestly, yeah. a fantasy team of AD, LeBron, Brunson, OG, and uh, who would your last guy be? I don't know. Josh Hart. Reeves. Uh, Reeves is coming over anyway, too. <laughs> just send them all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, that was a thing that was, I think that theoretically that would be a very, very fun thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. would just be. It would work well. They They would maybe want bit more shooting out there would be the only thing i would think so like size and shooting but like the defense the just people who are playing around lebron being like very capable plug and play guys just feels like that would that would be a pretty good match Uh, i still feel like they'd probably be a little bit lower than the celtics personally i'd say they'd be probably second by the celtics out west though obviously you have the nuggets but i'd say honestly my favorite out west outside of the nuggets right now is the clippers and i think that they are definitely in that inner circle now of three teams i'd say if if the knicks were to make this pull this trade off getting lebron and not give up much else outside of randall at like future yeah then or i mean it doesn't really matter in terms of future but giving up anything in terms of their what their team is right now you know they're probably uh, at the fourth team added into that what is now the three-team group so no, because I think the Clippers have kind of turned into the monster that like you were worried about when they got Harden. Yeah, like they've got stuff figured out now. They are slowly if if those guys can stay healthy, there's there's just going to be like kind of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
because of what they can do. They're just like a, a super all-star, insanely juiced version of what we kind of look at the Raptors and we're like, oh, they could be kind of fun. They're all kind of these big, good defensive wing guys, and they have a couple playmakers. Just that, except everyone is way better at it uh, than yeah. what the Raptors had. Yeah. Uh, it's just... I mean, the Clippers yeah. have always been like... It is literally an all-star lineup from like five years ago. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's crazy. The Norm Powell also being on this team is just another thing that's just like, how that's not even fair. Like, Norm Powell is coming off your bench, and he's is he really even the sixth man? Because Russ is the sixth man right now, you know? It's just wild uh, that they have that much. And then also just that they're centers. Like, they're, they have no, no great center, but, like, they have Vita Zubats, who is, like, a at least a close to starter level. Like, yeah, I would say he is. He is, like, an average, maybe a little bit below average starting center in the NBA. Vita Zubats is. And then right after him, you have like a really, really good backup in Mason Plumley, And then somebody who's like a decent backup and really, really great as like a third string center. And that's Daniel Tice. So they, they're really just filled out all over the place. Like every position they've got guys for days and they've just, they've have, they have the depth, but also like the top end with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and also James Harden on top of that. So it's it's been good. Also, Russ embracing the bench role has been huge. Him coming off the bench, just doing what he does best at this point in his career has been great. And I'd say the biggest thing is Kawhi being healthy because he's played 45 games this year, which might... Is that every game? They've probably played more than 45, right? Yeah, they've played 49. It's pretty close, so, though. Yeah, he's missed oh, four it's games. It's got to be pretty close to all of them. Mm-hmm. Four games. He's probably on... He's on pace to miss, like, seven games on the season which that's like i don't know if when the last time that's happened is i don't know if that's ever happened to be honest with a Kawhi leonard season that's yeah that's crazy that is crazy um wow. yeah yeah the, mo- the I didn't least that he played that many the least that he's ever missed was eight and that was his so mvp level season in 17 he played 74 games and that is uh he's on pace for that just about yeah, a little bit a little better, bit than, better that. than that. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Other trade deadline stuff. We've seen a weird. I saw we, our buddy texted us a weird beat. Um, Sixers just just give up and start over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which with I thought was and beat out for the season. Yeah, it's tough with and beat out for the season. Um, just kind of giving up and getting something out of Tobias Harris. Uh, and just kind of trying to build around Maxi, and then have Embiid come back next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're trying to really commit, just get someone's entire draft for the next decade for Joel Embiid. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. It just the soft rebuild never really seems to work very well. Like the most you the- can do as a team is like retool. You can't rebuild. You can like re like yeah. flipping smart for Porzingis isn't a rebuild. That's a retooling shuffling assets around but you can't be like we're actively gonna stay take a step back and dive into the draft yeah and get more assets when you say rebuild already good team when you when you say when you're saying rebuild to me i think to most people that means that you're you're investing in the draft to build more you know so like uh what the warriors did they used all of their injuries that they suffered a few years ago to try to do this soft rebuild thing where they drafted some young talent got some good picks tried to make that work and just 
It never really, honestly, they would have been way better off just looking back. And I, I think a lot of people were saying this at the time. They were criticizing them of like what they should be doing is moving these assets to other teams who value those things more than they would because what is James Wiseman on the Warriors? You know, even if he would have turned out to be these like close to what he was supposed to be he was going to need time to develop and you're trying to win a championship if you're the warriors like every single year you know it's going to be tough like your window your engine is is dying it's getting old yeah like your core of guys that work because there was a big thing clay uh is now starting to get benched in fourth quarter clutch time yep and young guys are starting to play there and uh that just that screenshot is just the current state of the Warriors. Steph scores 60, they still lose, and then Clay's talking about getting benched in the postgame. And Clay handled it better than like I thought he would, because Clay kind of gets weird about you're not yeah. an all-star anymore, Clay. It's okay. He gets kind of weird about that. He went from being one sometimes. of the most likable guys in the NBA to one of the, to most, the most disliked. Like dislikable. Oh, not even just disliked. You, like I think it's warranted. <laughs> you wanna you wanna talk trash? <laughs> four rings yeah, he, he he just throws up a four at you mm-hmm. for anything like he'll look at a bench like a bench will chirp at him when he's trying to take corner three he'll just like hit a four and run down the four yeah and him being so like appalled at him not making the top 75 of players of all time list was like dude chill out like why do you, do you think you're that or do you think like you're top 25 or something like if you would have put on some big boy pants and went and like tried to be the captain of your own ship yeah. and were as good as you were, you probably would have been because you would have had these crazy video game numbers because you would have been the number one option. And you are, he's a good shooter. It's not like he's a bad bat or wasn't a bad basketball player. Yeah. I'm saying like if he would have not, after that first contract, after the first championship, went out and like not just been what ended up being like the third fiddle. I don't know if that would make him any came. better all time. I feel like him in his role... Like, I don't think Clay Thompson in any other situation is as good as the Clay Thompson all time as we've seen him be. Because, yes, he sacrificed a bit when KD came. I'd say that's the main thing. When KD came is when yeah. maybe that slippage happened. But if it was just like the original big three uh, Warriors. 2015 Warriors, how they operated. Yeah, like Clay would Clay would be. that. I, I Him as a number one option to me is like, what are you going to do? Like. Just run him off of screens all game. Like is J. It's like JJ Redick using him as your number one option. You know what I mean? Like he's better than JJ Redick. I'm not. You know what I mean? But yeah, he's not I a creator with the ball in his hands. You're not running pick and roll with him. You're not like. You know what I mean? It's like a thirty points and eight dribbles is like his whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Like pe- what is that stat line? Is it thirty points and eight dribbles? Was, I think it's eleven. I want to say it's eleven dribbles. I think but it's it was, something like that. Yeah. And like four of them were like gather dribbles where like he caught it and then dribbled one. And I think it was more than 30. It was like, like it was a big, big high number. But yeah, he, uh, I saw somebody not too long ago say that Clay was the third best shooting guard of all time. Um, shooting guard? Yeah. I thought you were going to say shooter and then end up like, that's a bit high. Nope. Yeah. But shooting guard. Shooting guard. Wow. And I was um, like, what are you talking about? Is he top 20? He's probably top 20. He's cl- uh, like, the per, the thing is closer I, to twenty than three. Yeah, but like the guy when I pushed back on on it, the guy was like, because this was on Instagram. But the guy was like, "All right, sorry, uh, Jordan, Kobe, Harden, then Clay." And I was like, "Still no." <laughs> like the Clay is how is Clay not way closer 
to Reggie Miller and Ray Allen, and I think pro- might be even lower than Reggie Miller and Ray Allen. F- like to be fair, I would say lower. Yeah, and that's more like the closer to ten range. You know what I mean? So he's definitely not in the top three um, or four. But the thing is, with, like what I was, what I'm saying is Ray Allen, how how Ray played on the Celtics and the Heat later on. That's like what Clay's the best at, but. Ray, when we saw him playing with the Bucks and with the Sonics, was like a pick and roll ball handler and was like a focal point of an offense on like a decent team, like a really, really good player. A slashing three point menace. Yeah, like if 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 he came along later, if he came along like more in t- the modern era, Ray Allen would be like a legit number one option being used like the right way because back then they just didn't they didn't use him enough. If from behind the three point line as they should have. Right? I don't think Clay is a top ten shooting guard. Yeah, I no, I don't think top ten. There's like AI. Yeah, exactly. Jerry West. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Yep. Iceman George Gervin. George Gervin. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think if I'm missing like a big one. I mean, Elgin Baylor. Is, pro- is he a three or is he a two? He's, he I goes either way. He, you could put it. Elgin Baylor Gervin. is better than Clay Thompson. Period. Yeah. Clyde Drexler, for sure. Yeah. We, uh, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, just, Vince Carter. T-Max that's getting sure. closer. Yeah, we're getting closer to Clay, though. You know, so, <laughs> but like, it's just I don't know. I don't think Clay should. We got into a whole thing about why where Clay ranks all time. I I don't remember why. I think it was because of the top seventy five thing. So basically, what we started talking about was how Clay his attitude, you know, is kind of brash and and has become pretty unlikable. But, um, how do we get there? I'm trying to follow the train backwards in my memory. The Warriors. The Warriors. We were just talking about the Warriors, and then we brought up. Yeah, but why? Like I was like, we were talking about Kaminga. Or oh um, yeah, yeah, the soft rebuild thing. Like the the yeah soft rebuild. Sorry. Okay, yeah. So the Not Sixers. Kaminga, you said Wiseman. Yeah, the Sixers trying to do the soft rebuild thing. So it's yeah, it's just something that I don't think has worked when we've seen it put into practice. Um. And it's usually just, it's almost always the better choice to move those picks, the, the capital that you do get. Like, it's not bad to tr- try to tank this year and get a pick. Like, I'm not saying don't do that. But if you do do that, I, I wouldn't necessarily try to draft. It, it makes more sense in the Sixers case, honestly, because of Tyrese Maxey being as young as he is. Yes, because like, if you want to say, let's say the Embiid, it's not closed, but... I don't know. His it makes more sense because you have a guy that has that level of potential to be a top 10 in the league at some point. Yeah. With it still has a lot of years left to get there, you know? Yeah. So it makes a little bit more sense because you have the maxi as opposed to the Warriors who yeah. are just using career three of Steph. Mm-hmm. You have like bad ankle Steph, then like I'm this, I'm that guy Steph, and then old man Steph. Yeah, and, and old then, man Steph's career is young, but he's still old man Steph. Yeah, so. and then trying to bring in young guys that need to develop and everything. So, uh, Ty- yeah, Tyrese Maxey's kind of in this in between period though because he's like he's good enough to be a co-star right now to contend, you know. But he's also mm-hmm. young enough to have the future of somebody that you can build around as a star. So, um, there's definitely I feel like the Sixers are and, and Daryl Morey in the front office there. Is definitely at a crossroads right now. Uh, and I don't know what's the better option, to be honest, because of how Embiid has proven to not I, be able to stay healthy. Not his fault, you know, but 
it's just unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the, as great of a season that Embiid was having this year, it's hard to be like, we're just moving off of that guy. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Even if it, honestly, if this year was last year, I don't think I hate it. I'd be like, yeah, trade high, go for it. Mm-hmm. But how insane this year was looking to be until he got hurt yeah. is tough. Uh, but one thing that the Sixers can do, just look, and it's not going to shock anybody whose name I'm about to say. Sam Presti does a pretty good job. Just give a look at him. What did they do when they had a young point guard and they were struggling around him? How did they handle with Shea? It's a little different scenario, but like Shea was the youngest victim of tanking ever. There just was like two seasons where they're like, stop moving. Don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. We promise we're almost there. Yeah. Stop playing. Take some games off. Yeah, because uh, he, was, he was reaching that level before they wanted him to. Um, and so then I also wonder how much different we would regard and look at Shea if they would have just let him just go loose. Yeah. Go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like. There would definitely be one more games. Our, bu- our buddy Shea Isaiah Roby might, might even still be there. Who knows? Because he would, he would have been a part of that actual winning, winning team. Because when he was there, they had to stop playing him a lot of times. Yeah. Like he, when he was playing, he, they were winning more games. Like he played a lot more in their wins versus their losses. So I think he that probably would have been a part mind. of that rotation. And I guess there's like a lot of the Roby thing blows because like he never had bad minutes. Mm-mm. He just didn't get a lot of them. And, and he's then the other thing, a little I guess older for yeah, he was like teams. older coming out of college because he was a four year. He was right? a junior, so he was a three year. Was it just a three? Yeah, I remember I wanted him to come back because he didn't get any Hoiberg years. He nope. left. He left the same year that Tim Miles was fired. Oh. Yeah. But for, I, I know he had conversations with Hoiberg, and like Hoiberg was, was definitely wanting him to come back, but he was also like saying, I get he, it. Like he, he basically was like, it's probably best for your career if you do go into the draft right now, but we'd love to have you back. The, uh, oh, this is the point that I was thinking. A lot of teams don't have size. That is a th- thing that a lot of teams lack. Yeah. Which seems crazy because I feel like there's more like big centers. I just think that like, you're either a big center and you're insanely good or you don't exist. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of teams that seem to lack the size component as like what's holding a lot of them back. I mean, we were just talking about the Knicks with their one big guy gone. They're on like kind of a second option that's working fine. He's playing well, but he's not that guy. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got teams like the Thunder where their only size is a just six, not six, seven, whatever he is. Skinny, skinny Chet Holmgren. Granted, he plays bigger than he is. 7-1, but he's just skinny. He's Mm. not. He's not Joel Embiid 7-1. He is. Yeah. He's 7-1, like 200 even, maybe. He does play bigger. He does play bigger because he gained a lot of weight. I think he does play bigger than he is, but he's not. He can get bullied by those types of big guys like Gobert and and all those guys. Yeah. I don't know about Gobert because I don't know who who Gobert is bullying, but (laughs) yeah. Like post players uh, for sure. The guys who are posting. I feel up. like we kind of went on a crazy rabbit hole, and I lost my train of thought. And I'm yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean Roby though. We were just bringing him up. Yes, he, he's on the the Knicks right now. Um, not on their their full time roster, but he's on the their G League team, the Manchester Knicks. I want to say is what they're called. 
that's something to look forward to, people listening. We will be doing a G Lee oh. trivia with Logan at the end of today's episode, seeing if he can. Uh, I'll give him the NBA team and then kind of give him hints towards getting the name the, of the affiliate. The affiliate getting the help with that. Um, yeah. So that'll be something to look forward to here I in about, about that. probably a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess moving on to a different topic, since I don't even remember what topic we're talking about, we're kind of getting all, all over the place. Topsy Derby. The all-star rosters that have been announced. Yes. Taking a look at those. Obviously, we did that episode not too long ago with the Hoop Journal podcast. If you have not heard that, go check it out, where we drafted the all-star teams. And since then, the actual roster has been announced. And there's been a couple uh, reserves also announced as well because of some players who are going to be unavailable for the game, namely Joel Embiid and Julius Randle. Was he the one? Julius Randle. Yeah. Julius Randle. Yep. So the East has had a couple reserves in there. I don't know if the West has yet, but yeah, Jacob, I guess you being a Celtics fan had a rooting interest in more than just two this year, guys making the all-star team. You could argue. I've four. started to call it, I've called it three and a half. Mm. Cause like, I think Chris Stapps was like a real, it makes sense. Cause I think I've already said it in this episode that like, he is the best player on the Celtics. Like a third of the time, maybe like, 25% of the time, he's just the best player. There are some nights where he shows up and it's just, yeah. we're going to win. It feels like every this man is putting us on our back. Every Boston game I've watched, KP has been like huge. Like it's been like, not necessarily well, always he's putting never, up the most numbers, but he's like just impacting the game the most because of how much he spaces the floor and how much he can pressure the rim at the same time. Just that duality is, is crazy. That's always. But like there's some games where he just takes over because yeah. – the Jays are just not hitting. And then Derek White is the fourth one that kind of we're hoping. But uh, if you do not know what they currently look like, uh, I guess I'll start on the East because we were talking about the East. Giannis, uh, Joel, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame, and Jason Tatum were the five starters in the East. Joel Embiid's not playing, and we'll get to the people replacing him in a second. Um, the Eastern Conference reserves were Bam, Paolo, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. The West has no All-Stars that need to be replaced, but the East two replacements are replacing, I'm guessing, Embiid, because that had to be a forward, is... Um, Scotty oh Barnes. Goodness, I had to... Scotty Barnes. Mm -hmm. And then replacing Randall, who is a wild-card spot, was Trey Young. Mm. I was a little bit mad when the... Not mad, I was like, dang it, I wish the Randall wild-card spot would have been Chris Dapps, but whatever. But then the second time around, when it happened again, I was like... Very bummed, like almost mad. Not, I actually was mad. I was like, "Where's my boy Chris Dapps?" Yeah, I get, but in a vacuum, Chris Dapps is a All Star before like Dame. Chris Dapps is more important to the Celtics, who are the one seed, than Dame is to the Bucks. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'd say that's arguable <laughs> for sure. I don't know if I would say that's like an obvious. That's not true thing. It's I mean, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying it's like, I don't know if I would go out. It's closer than people think. It's the fan vote. I'm sure that's what did it in because that's always what does it in. Yeah, Dame because... shouldn't be a starter also, we should point out here. We pointed that uh, out on the Hoop Journal podcast. Jalen but... Brunson should be the starter. Yeah, for It sure. should be, uh, it, yeah. It, Tyrese for Halliburton. For sure, without a doubt. Should... Jalen Brunson. I would even Jaylen say Brunson. maybe even Maxi and... could be in there over Lillard. Um, but yes, uh. Chris Stapps was not one, and Derek White was the way, way long shot. That was kind of a joke. Uh, but it would have been cool. Buffalo Soldier roaming around the All-Star weekend. 
Uh, yeah. And then also, we'll talk about this later, probably when we get closer. Something happened this year. Like, actual people are doing the contests. Apparently, Jalen Brown might be doing the dunk contest. Really? That's I, like... I haven't looked at anything. A rumor? So don't, don't, like, make me dissuade your confidence. No, I, I, I know that I've seen that as a rumor, for sure. That's crazy. I know, obviously, the, the Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry three-point shootout. That's going to be fun. Are, so, are they... Are they going from different lines then? I've heard mixed okay. reports on that. So she's she openly tweeted she'd shoot from NBA the NBA range. line. Yeah. So I think they're she, from okay. the same line. I think. Yeah. We'll know what happens when it happens. If she's shooting, um, she no. And for people saying that this will be a slaughter, I don't think people understand how good of a shooter she is. Oh yeah. And this is it, like in like a vacuum shooting drill. And anybody, there's no it's, like, yeah, it's a three point contest. Played. Anybody can win a three point. Con- I mean, I I shouldn't say anybody. Anybody who's a really good shooter, like a NBA level shooter or like WNBA level shooter, even uh, as like one of the best of those against any of the other people in that circle, anybody could win on any given day. It's just like it's very uh, uh, wishy washy, you know, on how many they they'll make that day specifically. Yeah. So people thinking that'll just be a slaughter. I'm like, I don't think you understand. One, maybe it's how the three point contest works or that how like actual much of a dog. Uh, I'm always scared to say her last name because I'm going to say it wrong. Ionescu. Ionescu. I think so. Yeah. Sabrina I'm, I'm Ionescu. Sure, Sabrina Ionescu, how good of a shooter she is. Oregon Ducks legend. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, the Jalen Brown thing is like a strong or is seriously or strongly considering participating in the dunk contest. So maybe that's just like a, a thing that got thrown out there, but that would be exciting. I think Jalen Brown could be pretty good uh, at the dunk contest, but he just seems like it has turned into like he's above that level because people that aren't like the dunk contest has just turned into like the nothingness garbage kind of. Yeah, honestly, it's it's still we like put, with, slotted as the prime time event, but it's definitely not anymore. The three point contest. It's just been. crazy to think how we just took Zach Levine. And Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon dunk contest for granted. Yeah, I like mean, they re- th- they were, that stretch was so crazy. Yeah, I mean, they're they've only had two against each other, but they were both. I really, thought it was three. I think they've only both been in the same one twice. I want to say, and they they and were then, both the it two was finals. Just and, twice. Yeah, and then Zach Levine won, and then Aaron Gordon's like, I'm done forever. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure in the sec the other one. Oh yeah, because no, Aaron Gordon should have won two. But one of them was against Zach Levine. The other one was against Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. is the one that won because Dwayne Wade was one of the judges on the panel, and Derek Jones played for the Heat. Like that, you know, that's why a lot of people think so. But it's just it's funny. Aaron Gordon probably should have won that one. Not taking anything away from Derek Jones Jr., he had a great dunk contest that year as well. We've had some good ones, you know, in the later teens. Maybe once in the twenties, we've yeah. had a good one. Mac McClung last year honestly wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but it just—it's like he's not an NBA player, you know. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah, he was only that, given a roster spot like a month before that or whatever, just so he could be in the dunk contest and like wear a Sixers jersey doing it, you know? Yeah. The last Oladipo one was also all right. I don't remember when which was one that. that was. Oladipo I, didn't win it. Barely remember um, Oladipo doing a dunk. I I do remember it now that you say it, but I feel like that was it a was long a Pacers Oladipo. Oh really? I remember him doing it on the Magic for sure. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Okay. 
So that was the year before the Derek Jones Jr. one, I think, I want to say. Maybe two years before. But regardless, uh, I found the rules. It does say that Sabrina Ionescu... No, will... 18 was the Dennis Smith Jr. one. Not Dennis Smith It was Smith Oladipo Jr. Gordon. Derek. Derek Jones oh, Jr. yeah. Dennis Smith Jr. was in this one. Mm-hmm. That one was good, too. It was Larry Nance, Dennis Smith oh, Jr., yeah. Aaron Gordon, and Victor Oladipo. Yeah. I remember that one. That was good. But... uh. Yes, apparently Steph Curry will be shooting from the NBA line with NBA basketballs. Sabrina will shoot from the WNBA line with WNBA basketballs, which I don't think there's really any problem with, number one. But number two, even if, like, I think it's fine to also do from the same line. Like, I think, you know, nothing wrong with that. The one thing that I don't get from people I see all the time on comments saying that they both need to use the same, like, she needs to use an NBA ball. Like, who cares? That's crazy. Why do you that, care that's, what size of the ball? That's crazy. Then okay, the, my other question: Why doesn't Steph shoot WNBA balls? Yeah, exactly. That that one's just dumb. Like I get the I get the distance part, but who who cares no. what size the ball is? Just let like you're just trying to make her worse because she like. I feel like what makes you how good of a shooter you are like doesn't matter what size the ball is. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's whatever you're used to. Like if you're if you're trying to make her shoot with something that she doesn't normally shoot with, yeah, she's not gonna do as well. That's just yeah. Like, but that doesn't make her a worse shooter. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I it's I don't get a lot of this, uh, and I don't like I don't have like I don't care who wins. I hope it's close. Yeah, I, I guess obviously, yeah, I hope um, it's close. But, she, but it could go I think, either way. But and I just don't think that people understand how. Uh, that how shooting works honestly yeah how like being a shooter works that's definitely uh, the the skill or the thing that WNBA players are the closest to the NBA the, players in for sure by far actually <laughs> is is yeah. their shooting for sure yeah then what was the other thing I had another thing and I don't know about the I just scramble brain today yeah all star weekend I'm done with all star now what? I don't have anything else that I can think of I talked about the Jalen Brown thing um. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, but I guess I still think it's hard to pick between them now that I know that Sabrina is shooting from the WNBA line, which that's another thing I should look up. I don't even know how far that is. Is that just college range or is it? I think. I believe it is just college range. Uh, Three-point line distance. 20 feet, 6 inches. So, yeah, that is college, I believe, right? Or that might be a little, little bit closer than men's college. Oh, yeah, it 21. is closer. Because... Uh, I, I found 20 feet, 6 inches on WNB line. For W, 20.9, or 20 foot 9. 20 and foot. now the new line is 22 foot and 3 quarters. It keeps moving out. Which one are you talking about right now? College. Men's okay, basketball. yeah, yeah, yeah. College is 22 feet, 1 inch. and 1 and 3 yeah. quarter, which um, it changed in 2019. Oh, I didn't even know that they changed it. Interesting. Yeah, the NBA obviously is 23 feet, 9 inches. I always say 24 feet, but I guess it is just short of 24 feet. And then women's NCAA is 19.9. WNBA is 26, 20 foot 6. And this says the new men's NCAA line is 20 foot 9, but I think that's outdated because of the new number we just saw was 22, 22 1 and 3 quarter for some reason. Why add in a 3 quarter of an inch? But um, maybe that's... Uh, has to do with the corners. Um, I, I guess maybe on the on the new NCAA line, do the corners cut at all, or is it still a semicircle? I think they cut like NBA. Okay, 
Yeah. Oh, I see that now. Yep. They do have a cut. Interesting. Well, that is some that that definitely makes it uh throws a little wrinkle in there that is hard to determine. Uh, but I'd still think that Steph is probably favorite. I'm I'm not crazy or anything. Obviously, Steph is the favorite. Yeah. You know, but I'm just saying I don't think it's like a, a it's a long shot for Sabrina to come close or to win it either. Um, I mean, we've seen Steph lose a lot of three point contests at the All Star Weekend, like to guys who are. She just had a. I think technically she has the highest between WNBA and NBA. She had a thirty-seven point three point contest. Oh really? That might, that, and like that's the WNBA, it. like last. Year. Oh, I think I saw the highlights from that actually, or not the highlights. I think it's thirty-seven. Cool. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Because that's that's in the um, new format, right? With the the starry money balls, the I th- I think point. they do the same format. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'd assume they do the same format, but yeah. So there's sixteen one point balls, and then there is nine two point balls, and there's two three point balls. If my math is correct, because they have a full money ball rack and then one money ball at the end of each rack. But yeah, so that's that's pretty nuts. Yeah. I, I think not... that. Sorry. Continue. No, you're good. I'm. I'm struggling. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I like I the All Star Weekend, yeah. like the game, the the actual teams. Just looking at those really quick again, because the new thing they're doing this year, they're cha- they've changed it back to East versus West instead of doing captains and doing a draft, which I think is fun to is yeah. spice things up and switch it back. Um, I I also like it better overall from the standpoint of like representing the different conferences. You know, this is the point when I talked about I was talking thinking about baseball. You've wanted to expand to 15 teams, 15 players, sorry. Yeah. Baseball, All-Star Weekend, every team has a representative. Really? I don't know if I would want that, honestly. You don't think so? You think you'd rather have... 15 would get you to the same number as teams. Uh, Obviously, it would be 30 players, 30 teams in the league. But that's what I was thinking. I think some teams deserve to have multiple, though. So... I, I think that's probably the way to do it, honestly. You you would not rather have every team have a representative, at least one representative. So does MLB, do they have the capability of doing more than one per team, though? Like, are there more than just the 32? Because baseball's 32, right? Or do they have 30 teams? Baseball's 30. Okay. So, yeah, I wonder if yeah, they 30. can get more. But They do 30, and then there, but there's nine on the field per side. There's 18. I don't know how many pitchers. They, I don't know how it all works. Yeah. But I just know that every team gets a player, I believe. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, looking at how they're doing it, though, this year with the East versus West, and Embiid's not playing, so the East starters would be backcourt of Dame and Tyrese Halliburton, and then Jason Tatum there on the wing with Giannis at the four, probably, because the five, I guess maybe Giannis at the five, and then bring in Jalen Brown. Wow, that's pretty slim pickings. On the east no, bench. I think the it's got to be the guard. The guards wouldn't change. What do you mean? Oh, you. I sorry. When you said Halliburton, I thought Maxi. I was like, what are you talking? Now I'm no, yeah, yeah. So the four, yeah. I think it's just the most voted on forward would be the other starter, which I think was Bam. He's at least Bam. the first listed. But that might be alphabetical because is it Bam then Jalen? No, it's Bam then Palo. Yeah, so it's that's oh, probably but alphabetical. Alphabetical last name, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it definitely is. Now that I look at it. So yeah, we'll I guess we'll see how that turns out, but I think the West definitely has the advantage there just because of health and because 
the West is just better over like we I know a few years ago we started saying like, oh, the East is here. The time of the East is now like, you know, they're taking over, but it's still the West here a couple of years later. Uh, the West is definitely the more dominant conference in terms of the stars as well as the teams. Just a lot more going on out West because the stars, we got Luka, KD, SGA, uh, LeBron and Jokic, which are all like top 10 MVP candidates. Not really. I guess LeBron right now at this point because the Lakers have slid so much, but and KD's borderline. But the other three, though, are all top. You could say those are the top three for MVP right now. No. It's Jokic, Shea, and Luka. I think that is disrespectful to Giannis, but yeah. I'm just saying you could say those. You could put those you could, three. Yeah. And put Giannis four. You could. Now I'm tracking. Yeah. Giannis is definitely the other guy, though. That's, I mean, Tatum's close, but. Tatum, I think, is like a shelf below. Those guys. I think him and Luca are both lower. Luca more because of his team, and Tatum because of him. Like yeah. <laughs> they're just on. It's it's the top three: Giannis, Jokic. In the order, I'd go Jokic, Giannis, SGA, probably. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. But the only reason I've got Luca and Tatum like on that more spe- Tatum, it makes sense why he's on the little drop below. But Luca just because his team is good, but not quite that level of crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, and they've been um, a very mediocre team. Since their hot start, you know, like our prediction early before the season is not looking that crazy anymore um, of us both picking their under and me locking their under. It's probably, it's going to be close for sure, but that's like not that wild anymore for sure. But yeah, I guess moving into our final thing on the docket today, Jacob mentioned this was last episode at the start that he uh, was wondering if I wanted to try to do like a G league trivia quiz. Cause sometimes we play trivia games here for some segments on some episodes, but just asking, I guess the different teams and what the affiliate of that NBA team is in the G league. Um, and I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. I definitely know several for sure, but it, it might be difficult on some. So we'll see how I do here. I have not prepared at all or anything, but we'll see. Yeah. I figured uh, we'd start off easy for you. So what I'll do is I'll give you the NBA team, and then you will give me the G League affiliate. And if you're struggling to get there, we'll kind of do hints and then work our way closer. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Denver Nuggets is how we will start off easy. The G League affiliate for Denver is what? The Grand Rapids Gold. That one is correct. Uh, It is the Grand Rapids Gold. And I'm not even Uh, sure what Grand Rapids that is. I thought it was Michigan originally because that's like the Grand Rapids I automatically think of, obviously. But I think it, it might be, is there a Grand Rapids in South Dakota or Wyoming that would be closer? Because I think I saw something about that recently, that there was like a Grand Rapids that's a somewhat major for, you know, South Dakota or, or Wyoming, the size of state that they are, or states that they are. But that might be totally wrong. It's in Michigan. It's in Michigan? Okay. That would make... The most sense, like for a team market wise, like city wise, but proximity. I was just wondering. That makes sense. The yeah. proximity side of it. Um, looking at a, another team, uh, we will go with the Golden State Warriors. I feel like is another easy one because I feel like you hear about them quite a bit because some of their major stars have dipped down to the ranks of the G League affiliate, which is Santa Cruz Warriors. The Santa Cruz Warriors. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Uh, some of them uh, share names. Obviously, we saw the Nuggets gold. It's like a play on it. They don't share names. Yeah. Another one. This one's kind of a more unique one in terms of the location. 
kind of out of nowhere. What is the Minnesota Timberwolves G League affiliate? I feel like I know this one. There's like, it's multiple wolves in the logo. Is it like pack, wolf pack or something like that? Um, unless it might have changed, but no. What the logo currently is, it looks like the Timberwolf. Yeah. Looking forward as opposed to howling up. It's like to the side and looking forward. And so do they have uh, a different same colors. mascot name? It's Wolves. It's not T-Wolves. It's just Wolves. Oh, okay. Uh, some notable players on... Oh, never mind. That's a different team. And are they... Location name, is that like a... Is it a city? Is it... Don't tell me just like what st- it is. But it's just a state. It's still Minnesota? Or no, it's Iowa. Nope. It's Iowa, right? It's Iowa. Yeah. It's I, Iowa. I knew that. Iowa Wolves. They just, used to, they used to be the like Iowa Stampede. Before oh, okay. they were the, I think there were the Wolf Pack at one point, after the Stampede, and I guess just recently they must have just changed to Iowa Wolves. But uh, we will let's let's head to the Northeast. We'll hit a couple teams up there uh, as we leave the Midwest. The Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Is it, is it like another... the Delaware Blue Coats? Oh, on the nose. Okay. It is the Delaware Blue Coats. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think what I've, I've seen that on 2K before. When you like you're on what the roster, the... you can send players down to the G League. You know. Oh. Um, Celtics. What is the Celtics G League affiliate? You've said this on the podcast before. <laughs> it used to be the main Red Claws, but now it's the main Celtics. It is no longer. It is no longer the main Red Claws. R.I.P. Yeah. It is the main Celtics. Um, trying to see if there's any other ones. Trying to find some of the ones that are more unique that don't share. A lot of them are like different city, but Spurs, for example, is one where they're still the Spurs, but it's not San Antonio. Yeah, oh, they're here the, we go. What are they, though? Are they the Austin Spurs? Austin, Austin Spurs. Um, what is the G League affiliate for the New Orleans Pelicans? Um, it makes nothing about it makes sense. Okay. Geographically, kind of. Branding-wise, um, though? Is it any... It's not similar at all. Don't um, tell me. Anything. Maybe. Hold on. Let me see. Actually, you said geographically it makes some sense. Okay. I apologize to the branding of the G League affiliate of the Pelicans. It is a name for a group of Pelicans. Is what they are. It makes no sense. It's not like a word that you'd be like, oh, that makes sense for a group of Pelicans. Oh. So it's not like flock or something like that, obviously. No. Uh, I have no idea. Is it like a word that means something else? Yes. Most commonly, you would hear this word probably associated with the military. Platoon. Or is it like uh, in the military? Is That was the right. That was the right. You were right. Okay. In the right right pocket there. Okay. So brigade. Well, that would be hard. If you knew the city name, that would be hard. Birmingham? It is Birmingham. Okay. Birmingham Brigade would be a sick name. Yeah, I was, I was, think, I was already thinking Birmingham because that would be a major city in the south down there close to New Orleans-ish. But I guess yeah. there's... What? I was just thinking Brigade. That would be... Birmingham Brigade would be crisp. Yeah. But brigades are not a uh, group of pelicans. pelicans. Squadron. Not... It is Squadron. Really? Birmingham Squadron. That one was like the least confident guess out of the three for me. And that's why I was like, why? I was like, because I just said Squadron. I was confused. And I was like, well, maybe. 
So that's why I looked it up. And it is, in fact, one of the names for a group of pelicans is a squadron. Mm. This one I feel like is pretty popular because it's kind of a wild name. Uh, the Indiana G League affiliate, the Pacers G League affiliate. I was thinking like Fever came to mind, but that's a WNBA team, right? That is the WNBA team. Indiana. Oh, the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Yeah, it's Mad Ants, but it's Indiana now, but it is Mad Ants. Oh, but they they were just shortly, recently were Fort Wayne, right? Because that's when they won, the, not, they won the G League championship. So believe, <laughs> Chris no, Middleton sure. used I to play for them. Did not, more you know. Um, Cleveland. What is their G League team? The Charge. Cleveland Charge? It, it or Columbus. Is Cleveland Charge. Oh, is it Cleveland? No, it okay. is Cleveland Charge. Ooh, the Rockets G League affiliate. Rockets G League affiliate. This is a mouthful. Four words. Is it like San? Is it Hispanic at all? Yeah, it is. San? Is that in it? Nope. No. It's not San. It is not a San. It is not. It is not named after a saint. Mm-hmm. It is named after a river. A river, in in Houston. Unless I'm. Or is this not in Houston? Um, I don't think it's in Houston. Oh, something Rio Grande, right? The Rio Grande. Yeah. Is that the location name, or is that the? That's the location. It is the Rio, Rio Grande. Grand. Bang bang! There's two more words still. I feel like I've. This is, seems vaguely familiar. The Rio Grande. It is a nine-syllable team name. Rio Grande. Rio Grande. Yeah, seven. Seven syllable. Yeah, Rio so f- Grande. So Rio four Grande more syllables. Three. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a is it, it alliteration where it's the okay, same it first is? letter. Alliteration with with Rio. No, no. with itself. Okay. The next two words are. It's tough. I don't know. Is this like, don't, don't just tell it to me, but like it, what does it have to, is it an animal? Is it like, are they words that go together? No. No. So it's a geographical thing, like a a physical, uh, what do they call those? A feature, a physical feature. Okay. Physical feature. And then an animal. And they both start with the same letter. Mountain. Nope. Canyon. A mountain causes one of these. Almost a canyon. Gorge. Softer sides than a gorge. Valley. Valley. Valley vultures? Valley. Val. Think just not vultures. It's. Is it a bird? I don't want to just say what. It's not a bird. Starts with a V. v- vipers. Valley vipers. vipers. It is yeah, I've definitely heard Rio of Rio Grande Valley, Valley vipers. vipers. Yeah. There we go. Um, I can, I can the see their, their, their colors are like. Are like blue and bright green, right? They, like they have neon green in there. No. Nope. I think okay. you're mixing up the logo with the uh, Florida A and M HBCU school. Oh. Which is like a snake. That's those colors. Okay. Uh, they're the Valley Vipers are just the uh, Rockets colors. Oh. Gotcha. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, Wisconsin herd. Yep. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. Oh, I I know this because Isaiah Roby, friend of the show, <laughs> used to play there. Uh, the Texas Legends. Yes, sir. And then the Clippers. Oh, we already talked about this. No, we didn't. Kind of last episode. Oh man, I their mascot know. is the Clippers. So you're yeah. just trying to think of the geographical location. I don't remember talking about this at all, especially last episode. I don't know, but uh, they're like San. Oh no, we might no. have touched on it last episode actually. Because it makes no sense. Is it? It's a city in Mexico. No, it's not Mexico. No. Is it it's in Canada. California? Oh, it's in Canada. Yeah. Okay, you said that before. It's a city. It's a city in uh, British Columbia, right? 
Or is it a major city? No. It's a major city. Like one that already has like a hockey team, probably, right? It has an NHL team? I, uh, no. No, it doesn't? Uh, so it's not like one of the maybe? big three cities in Canada. It's not like, it's not like that major. It's like one, it's top 10-ish, but not like top five. Yes. Okay. Um, Winnipeg, that's probably top. Yeah, because they have, they have definitely they have a, a hockey team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saskatoon? Nope. No? What province is it in? Can you tell me that? Or at least d- what half of the east-west divide of Canada is it on? Oh, just kidding. I think. Yeah, just tell me east-west. Don't, provi- don't tell me the province. It is the province. It's named after the province? Okay, so then yeah. there's only a few options. Is it Alberta? No. Is it on the other side? East? To the east. Ontario? Yes. Okay. The Ontario Clippers. Wait, there is an Ontario, California. Oh, it's in California. Okay, that makes way more sense. Is it close? Is it like a suburb of of uh Yeah. LA it's in San or... Bernardino County. So is that LA or San Diego? San Diego, I think. Oh, okay. San Diego. Well, oops. I That's... thought I looked and I got the vibes that it was in Canada, but I'm obviously very wrong. Uh, speaking of Canada, what is the Raptors G League affiliate? Uh, the Raptors G League affiliate, are they like the Ottawa? No, no. It's so dumb. It makes no sense. If you don't know, if you didn't like know it off the rip, I don't think you'll get there. Is it not it's, have anything to do with the Raptors? There's no, well, it's very much with the Raptors. Is it dinosaurs? I think it's, like, is that, no, is I it, think it, sorry. It is a dinosaur. Okay. That's, yeah, that's what I was asking. Um, but it is like Velociraptors. I think it's <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, it, no, it is pra- just Raptors. They're called the Raptors. It's rap, but it's Raptors and then a number. Oh, I know this. Uh, ra- not ninety. Uh, nine oh five. Nine oh five Raptors. Yeah, it's Raptors nine oh five. I don't know uh, why. I think, it's that I think way, people usually that's... say nine oh five Raptors though. I I want to say people usually say. It I that just way. know that. Uh, it's like written like Raptors yeah. is the city and 905 is the mascot. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other ones that I feel like we? That's weird. Or like oh, the final boss. Because if you don't know, you'll never get this one. Final boss. Uh, we haven't done all the teams yet, have we? Most of them are like we can go through all the teams. Most of them are super easy. I thought we were, but oh yeah, uh, the San Antonio Spurs affiliate. Austin Spurs. Right? That one. Yep. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, this one's harder. Um, Atlanta Hawks. Is it in Georgia? Or is it a... Is it Jackson? Or like... No. It, I mean, this one can't be Birmingham because that was already... That's New Orleans. I don't think that this is not... Like, it doesn't feel like it's a place necessarily. It's not like a... a it, I'm sure it's the city name, but there might be one of these in all 50 states. Oh, like, it's not going to give away anything helpful. Okay. If you've not heard it. I don't know if I have. Um, it is. Is, there, is it bird-related? Is their mascot bird-related? Their mascot is bird-related. Is it the Hawks? The, it's the Lincoln Southwest. No, that's Silver. So, it's Golden not Hawks? Silver Hawks? It's a type of hawk. No, it's not a color. It's a place. It's a thing, Hawks. Thing, Hawks? Wait, place or thing? It's like, it's like a, a both. A physical feature again? Yeah, kind of. Valley Hawk? Like that type of thing? 
no, mountain hawk, yeah. for, forest hawk. Uh, is that close? What do hawks fly through? The air. Skyhawk. Skyhawks. It's the College Park Skyhawk. Oh. Okay. That's what I was like. I don't think there's going to be anything helpful about that. Might where. be around it. I think that it, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is a suburb of Atlanta now. I, I'm pretty sure yeah, because uh, Outcast for all anybody who listens to Outcast out there. Are they uh, from College Park? No, they're from Atlanta, but like they have a oh. couple songs where they like the the background. Somebody is just saying a bunch of like cities or like neighborhoods areas around Atlanta, and they say College Park. I'm pretty sure College Park. Yeah. The Detroit Pistons G League affiliate. That is the Motor City Cruise. Yep. Buddy Beheim is a Motor City Cruise. Still? Player. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Charlotte Hornets. Swarm. Um, something Swarm. They are Swarm. They're not the Charlotte Swarm, though, right? Nope. They are a about the only other North Carolina city that you would think of. That's Raleigh? not a college town. There's two of them. And so not, not Raleigh. Raleigh. Sorry. And it's not Wilmington? It's not Raleigh. Nope. Maybe there's... I think differently for uh, cities in North Carolina than you do. There, I mean, there's Greenville. There's Fayetteville. It's not Greenville. Um, it's not called Greenville. What's it called? Salisbury. Uh, it's not Greenville. What? It's not, it's not called Greenville. What's it called? Oh, That's Gre- the town you're Oh, so... Of. Okay. Yeah. I thought you just kept telling me that specific one was wrong. I was like, I've said other ones. No. Um, Greensboro, no, it's right? Not, it's Greensboro. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's not a Greensville. I'm, I was just mixing up. There is up a Fayetteville. With, yeah, there's Fayetteville. Okay. I knew that, but I think I was just mixing up Greensboro and Fayetteville. Greensboro Swarm. Yes, sir. Now we are on to... I skipped... Well, the ones that were kind of like crummy, uh, we're going to have a lot of those because I skipped over those. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Um, Are they New Jersey? No, that'd be awesome. Uh, they are... a, a Borough? A borough, a okay. different borough. I think this is a different borough. I'm pretty sure. Well, the five boroughs are Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, the Bronx, and Staten Island. So it's none of those. It's Harlem. No. So is it in New York? Yes, I think it. It's like a it neighborhood. Is, it's not a neighborhood. It is a. It is a location, but not a neighborhood. It's a location. I believe Manhattan is on this. Oh, Long Island. Yeah. Manhattan's not on, yeah, Brooklyn is on Long Island, but Brooklyn's Manhattan's, on Long Island. Yeah. On the other side of Long Island, like on the other on side the, of the Brooklyn Bridge. The Brooklyn Bridge connects uh the mainland to to Long Island. Brooklyn is is uh, on the Long Island side of the bridge. Then the Memphis So wait, Grizzlies are they they're the, they're the Long Island Nets? Nets? Okay. Yeah. Memphis Grizzlies, that's easy. Uh, that's Memphis Hustle. Yes, sir. The Oklahoma City Thunder uh, they are the Oklahoma City Blue, right? Yes. You will not get this one. I can almost promise you. Okay. The Magic. It has nothing to do with them? No, it is. It's, you won't get the city. But it is the Magic. It is the Magic. Okay. The city is not in Florida? There is a, it is in Florida. It's a suburb of o- o- Orlando, I'm assuming. Oh, okay. There is a city in Nebraska, or it's a, a village in Nebraska has the same name. It's in between York and Aurora, I think. Okay. Man, I'm being tested on my memory of... It's on the interstate between no. them? No? <laughs> it's, it's not. I mean, York, York... It's just... Between York and Aurora is, is the... Right? Am I wrong? The interstate connects York to Aurora? Yes. 
it does it, I was saying that it is in between the two as in like size is that what you're saying no it's also I was wrong it's not where I thought it was it's it's straight north of York straight north of York you, you, you won't know this one I, I, I don't want, even know if you know if, I want to try if it. I say it I don't okay it's the closest cities to it are Stromsburg and Shelby it's near Silver Creek oh Kind of near Silver Creek. Is it like a? Is it like a normal? It's on Highway 81. Is it like a word? Like a? Is no. it? Or is it like a name? Um, it is like a name. Is it like a weird name? Like it sounds. Yes. Is it Kissimmee? No. Because I I never really I've never heard of that as, in terms of um, Nebraska, but I know the Kissimmee, Florida. But it's definitely like Cocoa Beach. There's nothing in Nebraska called Cocoa Beach. Is it one word? Yes. Starts with an O. I I uh, I I think I'm gonna have it's to give the, up. It's the seat of Polk County. Uh, what is it? Is it? Does it rhyme with something? <laughs> a lot of things. Like it ends in la, l a. Ocala? Nope. I was gonna say that's that's not in Orlando or not around Orlando. It's, it ends with l a. Yeah. Starts with an O. Starts with O. Ends in l a. Ogallala. That's not where no. at all. Okay, I was like, Logan, come on. That's not where we're at. Yeah, I know, but I was just... It's. I'm pretty it sure fit. it's high school's mascot's a bulldog. They consolidate with Shelby Rising City on some sports. Shelby Rising City? <laughs> like, were, are they in Nebraska's... Or not Nebraska, in Milford's No, class? they're smaller. There's D... They play eight-man football, probably. Probably D1. Maybe D2. Okay, I think I'm gonna have to give up. Yeah, it's Osceola. Oh, okay. So I know that as a as a Florida city. I don't really know that as a Nebraska. That's city. crazy. Yeah, Osceola. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen that in re- relation to Florida. That's crazy that you know that as a Florida city. Yeah, I don't think I've ever noticed that as a Nebraska town, Osceola. But yeah, so it, are there any more? I know that there's at least one more. That's in my mind. Oh, Portland. Portland. What is their G League affiliate? Um, is it in Salem? Is it a, another city in Oregon? Nope. Or it's the Oregon something, it is, right? It is not the Oregon no. something. It's a playoff of Portland. What is Portland? Rip City. They're the Rip yeah. City Blazers. Nope. Rip it's, City. It's, it's what? <laughs> DJs. The, nope. But what is the DJ doing? He's remixing it is the it's the rip city remix oh okay i never would have gotten that rip city remix okay um utah 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 jazz i think i've heard this one it has something to do with jazz right no music no it doesn't other than you could call this like if no yeah not really at all like it's a real stretch they're the salt or they're the salt lake something right Salt Lake. Yep, the Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Does there is s- a hockey team that shares this mascot with them. Um, does it make sense for Utah? Specifically? Unless there's something about Utah, I don't know. It's just I would a not generic? say no. It's not like the Salt Lake City Mormon Trail or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. Or the, it's not the Salt Lake City Red Rocks. Or, no, Red Rock is. That's Colorado. Yeah. If you look up at night, Utah, you can probably see a lot of them. 
Stars. There's Salt no, Lake City Stars. Yeah, star, I think I've seen that. The before. Stars. Yeah. Um, Miami Heat. The this is the one that I was prepared for for this game because I during the finals I saw when they just showed all the players that they've had play for their G League team that were in the rotation for their playoff team. Um, mm-hmm. It was the Sioux Falls Sky Force. Yes, sir. So not too far from Already where did. I am at right now. It's just a couple hours north. Did we do the Lakers? I don't think so. Uh, the Lakers. La- Los Angeles, or is it not? Um, is it a major city or is it a it Anaheim? Is, They're at Anaheim something, right? No, no, it's probably the it's probably a part of Los Angeles. Uh, Palmsdale, uh, Palm Springs. Um, I think it's more of like a Santa San. It's, is it, is it's it just a part of the county. It's a region. It's not even a city. Orange County. No, it's not. It's a region. It's not a county. It's a region in Los Angeles County is called this. Long Beach. Um, there's a cardinal direction and then a way that water meets land. A fancy geography term. North Bay? South Bay. South Bay Lakers. South Bay Lakers. Yeah, I've definitely heard of that. Sacramento. Um, Sacramento. For some reason, I want to say the Stockton Kings. Is that right? It is the Stockton. Where is Stockton? I have no idea. (laughs) That that felt like it was just wrong because it was like Stockton. I think of like John Stockton, obviously. Yeah. Huh. Are those all of them? Nope. We got a couple more. Um, New York Knicks. Manchester. Not man. It's close. It's a Chester. Not Manchester, but it is a Chester. Not Warchester. The Cardinal Direction Chester. Westchester, Knicks. Yep, uh, and then the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. Is this like the the Stampede or the... It's still the Bulls. It's still the Bulls? It's just a fun word. Fun oh, name Windy for City. Chicago. Windy City Bulls. I can see their yep. logo now. And, and now the final boss. Unless you already know it, then it won't be very hard. Yeah. The Washington Wizards. Oof. Is it a play on like the capital city something? Is it like... That is the location, but the mascot is wild. Okay. The capital city is the location? Yeah, so it's, it's called capital city. Alliteration? Is it nope. a C? Capital city. I feel like it's something like not even like a sports team name. Like it's like. There's a famous rock band. Called that? Well, like, I, I wouldn't call them rock. Like. Current 80s? day? 80s? Oh, 80s. No, like 80s. Like, all-girl band, I think. An all-girl band in the 80s. I'm just going to look to make sure. The Hearts? It is the 80s, and it is an all-girl band. Uh, their most, the song that I know best uh, is on their album Beauty and the Beat. Oh. And it is... Keep going. Is it She Got... And the song that I know best is We Got the Beat. We Got the Beat. Or, I thought it was called She Got the Beat. We Got the Beat, yeah. So is it the Hearts? Did I just say that, or is that wrong? Nope, it's not the Hearts. They sing Barracuda, right? The Hearts. I'm say it's just Heart or Heart. Yeah. And Heart sings Barracuda, Crazy on You, Alone. So we got is the it? beat is by. It's we like one beat. word. What letter does it start? A hyphenated with? word. A G. Capital City Gar. Gargoyles, the cap, nope. capital city. Is it like 
Can you describe it is, what it's what it, is it an adjective like that hyphenated thing is an adjective? It is. It is. Um, what would you call this word? It's like two declarations that are hyphenated and put together. Like I, I know it. Ver- I know it. Yeah. And I. I. <laughs> I have. I feel like I just blocked this out of my memory because I've hated. I hate this name. I've heard it before, for the capital yep. city blank blank. Um, yeah. I hate it. The capital city go. I also do. It is the capital city go goes. Yeah. I don't or know go-go's. why it is, and I don't want to look. Yeah, I hate that so much. It just made. It's like if yeah. I played for, I would be like, ah, trade me. I'm not. Even though I've, I've. Wow. I'm finally in the NBA world. You know, I've, I've reached my dream of being here. I, I'm not going to play for this, this G League team. I'm going to go <laughs> also, play in Europe. Looking at the Stockton Kings. Yeah. Uh, there's some wild people on here. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, Scalabissier. Right now. Stanley Johnson. Wow, it's a lot of veterans. Deontay Bur- Burton. Oh yeah. Some vets out there in Stockton, wherever that is. It might be Shabazz close to- Muhammad? Shabazz Muhammad. Wow. These are all listed as members of the Stockton Kings. That's pretty crazy. I feel like they should be insanely good. <laughs> yeah, for a G League team, you would think. Um, or maybe they are. I haven't looked at the standings of this whole thing. Uh, no, it looks like the Delaware Bluecoats are saucy at 10-5. and five. The College Park Skyhawks are also 10-5. and five. And the Indiana Mad Ants at 10-6. and six. In the East. In the West, the Rio Grande Valley Vipers... Twelve and three, and the Sioux Falls Skyforce are twelve and four. Hmm. Is the Mexico City Capitanes are they in the standings, or do they they just play the G League team sometimes? I don't know if they're higher. wow. Uh, also, G League Ignite. Ignite, yeah. How good do you think they are? I think they're. I don't know. I guess I don't know what the record is, but I know that they're they have terrible. a lot of good players. They're one in seventeen. One in seventeen. I know they have a lot of like good players right now. Matas Buzelis is there right now, and who's that other guy? Ron Howard. Those are like going to be two um, of the top picks here uh, shortly. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about the Mexico City Capitanes. I know that um, somebody, oh man, what's his name? Somebody from South America plays ah. there now who used to be the Giannis, the Brazilian Giannis, remember? Uh, the Nene? No. Nene? No, no, no. The Brazilian Giannis, like uh, Bruno Caboclo. Mm. Pretty sure he's there. But yeah, anyways. Oh, yeah. We could probably wrap this up now. Uh, I'm hungry, so I'm going to go get something to eat and let Jacob move on with his life. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please check out the next episode. We'll be uh, re- we'll be like recording it during the final hour of the deadline, uh, the NBA trade deadline, reacting to all the things that are happening. So that's why we didn't really talk too much about trade deadline today. We did a little bit, but not too much. Saving that for next episode. So check that out when it drops. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy. We will talk to you guys next episode. Peace!